0: Welcome to Balance Hormones, Balance Life Podcast. This is Dana Palmer. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me as I discuss all things to do with thyroids, hormones, and everything in between. Welcome to episode 14, how to break up with sugar. So relationships with sugar is probably one thing that most women have in common, at least in some point of their lives. And I get lots and lots of questions. Um, A lot of people, especially women, are addicted to sugar. There's all kinds of issues created from uh, sugar. So I was thinking about when I was going to do this podcast, I could give you all the statistics and all of that stuff um, about sugar. But I think overall, most people know that sugar is not good for you and that it's hiding in most of their foods, um, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And most people know that it causes problems, especially um, hormonal imbalances and stuff like that. So Just that being said, um, I'm going to just skip right into exactly some strategies of ways that you can break up with sugar, get over sugar, and be done with it. So the first um, step I want all of you to think about is deciding for sure whether you want to be done with it or not and that you don't want it anymore. You've all heard stories about people that they get um, some diagnosis and then all of a sudden they don't ever wanna smoke anymore or they turn a habit around as soon as they get a diagnosis. So as soon as you have a strong commitment that you don't wanna have sugar anymore, just like in those other people's situation, that's gonna be where you wanna start if you wanna have the most success. So really um, looking at the relationship that you have with sugar, probably as most people tell me, it's not a healthy one. So that being said, and being in a bad relationship with something or someone, right, is obviously something that you got to get out of. So, as soon as you decide that you're not wanting to have sugar anymore, that you're done with it, you're ready to have um, power over it. I want you to do some some thought work on that. Just what is it that? Why? What is your reasoning? Is it coming from an external source? Is it an internal source? Is it for your health? Is it to teach your kids better skills? You know, what is it and why is it that you've decided that? And make sure that you have a really compelling reason. And people that, you know, go off sugar for any time, period of time, and then they go right back on it, their reason was never compelling enough. So, um, I mean, I remember years ago when I used to eat sugar, lots of sugar. I mean, I remember being in college and eating Sour Patch Kids to stay awake during class. Um, But now it's kind of a joke in my family that they get so surprised if they were to see me eat any sugar or, um, you know, it's just not even something that I crave anymore, except for a few days of the month when my estrogen levels drop. So if you have that make sure you listen to one of my episodes on estrogen so that you can um, understand what's going on there. So um, it's totally doable. If I've been able to get it where I don't eat sugar and it's for my health, um, I just, with so many thyroid issues and all of that kind of stuff, i really had to cut sugar and have seen huge progress in my health since then. So If that's you, just make sure you have a good, compelling reason and you like it, and that's gonna make it so you stick to it. Otherwise, it will not stick. Number two is to plan. So just like you hear with weight loss, any of that kind of stuff, planning is key and is so crucial. So I want you to just think about it. When is it that you're craving sugar the most? What time of the day is it? Is it um, when you're in stressful situations? Is it when you have quiet time? Um, a lot of people don't realize that, but when they are kind of to themselves, they go and eat sugar or they crave sugar. And I'll explain to you in in a few minutes why that happens. Is it right before bed? Is it late in the afternoon? So when is it, and is it consistent every day or, you know, pretty consistent when you're craving the sugar is the first thing when you wake up to get a little bit of energy. So in order to plan, you've got to understand when this is happening. So that's why I want you to know and look what when is it the time of the day that it's happening the most so that you can prepare and know that it's going to come up. So if I know every afternoon at 3 o'clock I walk into the kitchen and grab a handful of chocolate chips, then I know I can have some a strategy for that. So if it, I didn't go over this, but if I was doing the whole scientific thing about sugar, sugar, when you eat sugar, your body, your brain gets a dopamine hit. And dopamine is a hormone that makes you feel calm, peaceful, you know, relaxed, all of that kind of, those kind of emotions. So when you are eating sugar, and if you think about all of the situation that you're in when you're craving it, or you need to go get it, that's your body's needing a little escape from that. So you probably already understood that. But if you have a strategy, so you know every time in the afternoon when you're going to go grab those chocolate chips, you're going to know what to do. So if you know, okay, I'm trying to get it, my body needs a dopamine hit. So if that's what's happening, then what's another way that I can get a dopamine hit is the easiest and most scientific way to look at it. So other things that increase your dopamine would be some deep breathing that's something that you could do in place. Um, 10 jumping jacks, a little bit of exercise. Any exercise is going to increase your dopamine. So that's good. That could be another option. And it doesn't mean you have to go for a run. Just do some quick movements in that moment so that you could um, increase your dopamine. Um, other things would be a massage. And I'm not meaning to go get a massage right then every time that you're craving sugar but if you um, even just massaged your neck for a minute or you know karate chopped your neck something that touch is going to increase your dopamine another thing would be quickly turn on some music get some music on like something that you can that makes you feel good that you like that's another strategy I would also suggest staying away from caffeine in that afternoon period because the caffeine is gonna do the exact same thing. So um, that's not one of your one of the options that I think is is a great one. So if you feel like you're gonna have a um, coke or something like that, even if it's zero, those are still those are not that's not what I'm talking about. Um, other things that increase your dopamine were, are gonna be some different foods some almonds, bananas, avocados, eggs, fish, um, all those kinds of things will increase the dopamine. So, well, actually they don't increase dopamine. They increase some of the amino acids and then those amino acids turn into dopamine. So um, pick one of those or come up with another one that you can do on your own so you have a plan. So when that craving comes up, you have something that you're gonna do in place of going to grab that bite of sugar or whatever it is that you normally go to eat. All right, so you, you have a plan. You know what you're going to do. The next thing, w- number three, is that I want you to practice. So just like anything, when you're the more you practice it, the more natural it becomes, the easier it becomes. And so what I'm asking you to do is to think about when you're not in the craving. So this is going to be something you're going to do at a totally different time than when you're normally craving something. So you're going to practice what it feels like when you have that craving and you're going to make it come to life and real inside of you. Just like when you think about um, something that was painful or hurt you, you know, you can imagine it and picture it in your head and the whole situation and it really comes to life in your mind. That's what you're going to do with the sugar craving. So you're going to um, imagine Maybe where you're standing, where is it? You know, where is it that you're normally at? All of that that situation in your head. Then, as soon as you've got that in your head, you're gonna pay attention and make it so real that you can feel where it is in your body. So, where is that craving at? Some people, it's in their chest. Some people, it's in their stomach. Some, it's in their head. Um, you know, what part of your body is it at? And if you sit there long enough, you will find it. Some people, at first, say that they can't figure out where it's at in their body, but it is somewhere, and so just sit with it for a minute and figure out where you feel that craving. Maybe it's your entire body. It could, that could be the case, but really pinpoint where, where it's at. So now, as soon as you've pinpointed it in your body, um, just really give it, bring it to life. Does it have a color? Does it have a shape? Does it have, you know, is it not a shape? Is it just, is it moving? Is it fast? Is it slow? Is it round? Is it square? Like really give it a visual, that spot in your body where you're feeling the craving. So really practice this. So if you've never done this before, it's kind of weird at first. Um, and sometimes it helps when somebody's guiding you through it. They're asking you those questions. But so if that's, if it's really hard for you to bring this up, then make a list of those questions and have somebody... Um, Actually, I'll attach it to this blog post or to this post so that you can have a sheet of questions. So, you want to um, either have somebody ask you the questions, or you you know you just get really familiar with them so that you can ask them to your, yourself. And then um, I really want you in that moment. You've practiced. You've brought it up. You're allowing that emotion just to be there. You're no, you're going to now practice not doing anything about it, right? You've just brought up this entire emotion. And you did it on purpose. And so now you get to choose whether you really go get the candy, the sugar, or whatever it is or not. So the best part, the best thing is, is to just recognize it in your body, let it be there. And then since you're the one that brought it up, you can probably just let it go because it's not really something that um, was occurring. And the more you do that and you don't give in to the craving the more your brain's going to realize that that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to have the craving and then do nothing about it, right? So that's the whole key is to make sure that you're practicing, practicing, and then not giving in to the craving. And I, I know it sounds like, it might sound crazy, but when you sit down and you actually do this and you do it on purpose then that's when your brain starts to change. That's when your brain starts to need less dopamine and all of the, you know, hormones can start to balance because they're not giving, they're not needing the sugar to give in, you know, to uh, to deal with the sugar and balance it. The next thing, number four, is I want you to get to the bottom of the craving. So stick with me here again. So Okay, so I am going to throw a statistic out there. So they've done research and they have found um, that gram for gram sugar is this does the same thing to your brain and has the same effect as most street drugs. So knowing that and you now you understand why it's such a such a process to get, you know, to be able to break sugar, the habit of sugar and all of that. So normally when somebody starts doing a drug or, right, doing drugs of any sort, whether it's a medication, whatever it is, um, street drugs, any of that is they're, they're dealing with something, right, and they're trying to cover it up. So whether it's the pain, whether it's discomfort, whether it's horrible family life, right, all of those are reasons why somebody was, would start to do drugs, other reasons could be just not have, wanting to deal with the daily stress or st- jobs become way too stressful, all of that kind of stuff. So what's going on is your brain is not wanting to have to deal with whatever the external situation is. So when you um, consume of something, sugar, drugs, whatever it is, your brain then realizes, oh, when I take that, I do it makes all that other stuff go away for a minute. So I really like that feeling, and so we should have that more often. And that's the simple way of how people get addicted to you know, pretty much anything. So I want you to think about, and this might take a minute, and it might take some digging, but I want you to think about what it is you're actually trying to avoid when you go to eat that sugar. So I'm gonna say that again. What is it that you're actually trying to avoid when you go to get that sugar because your brain is needing a dopamine hit right or a fix and so when it that's the case that means it's trying to not have to deal with something else so knowing that so you know what is it is it stress is it you know pain heartache disappointment not having to confront someone is it work is it even sometimes it's putting having to um put effort into something. Like I'll see a lot of times, um, especially when I was teaching kids, when I was a teacher, you know, it would be, they would have to get us, go get a snack or go, you know, eat something. And it was just because they didn't want to have to, their body didn't want to have, brain didn't have to work. And so is that what you're trying to avoid? So whatever it is, you're going to need to take a little bit of time also, and it's going to be 100% worth it. But what is it that you're trying to cover up. And it might be a little bit of digging and it might not be the first thing that comes to your mind. But if you stick with it, you will understand what it is. Um, is it avoiding having, um, you know, body image issues? Is it, you know, what is it? There's, there's gotta be an underlying reason that your body's needing that sugar. So whatever it is that emotion is, um, and you've labeled it, you've, you know, you've figured it out and it could be more than one. It could be, you know, five three, four, whatever it is. um, It could be a whole slew of them. But I want you to understand something. So an emotion is only a vibration in your body. So you have a thought and your brain sends a chemical response out into the body based on whatever the thought is. And that chemical response causes a vibration in your body and that's an emotion. So that's why you can feel so different with when you're feeling good Feelings compared to when you're feeling bad or, you know, negative emotions. So, but all the emotion is, is a vibration. So if you think about this, when you need sugar or, you know, that hit of whatever it is, in order to deal with something, it's because your brain is really just trying to avoid that vibration. So if you think of it like that, it makes it totally scientific and totally more doable and more able to handle right so if you know that all you're trying to avoid is a vibration then that makes it so much easier because you really can handle a vibration because you handle vibrations all day long just different vibrations good ones bad ones I mean really it's like 50 50 half the day if you were to you know chart it out you have it's a 50, 50, 50% good uh, emotions, 50% negative emotions. And that's just the way it's supposed to be. So it's not that you can't handle vibrations because you can. It's just the body isn't wanting to have to deal with that vibration. So if you know that a vibration is all that you're trying to avoid, that makes it way easier. And you really, you really can handle it when you make it super, super simplistic like that. So I want you to take the time to ask yourself, what is it, what is that vibration that you're trying to avoid? Just like in the question before, like those emotions. And what is it that you're trying to be, um, you know, not have to deal with so that you can, you know, keep having that dopamine hit. So once you figure this out, if it, it will take a little bit of work, but I, I promise you that if you do the work, you'll figure it out. And all like all things, anything that takes work is totally worth it and it's going to stick. So be honest with yourself, get the answers to these questions. And as always, let me know if you have any questions. Um, shoot me messages. I'm on Instagram, Dana Palmer coaching, or my website, danapalmercoaching.com. And let me know, um, how you do on this. Make sure and go in the show notes to get the workbook page for this specific episode. Um, since it will take a little bit of work and it's good to have the guidelines and the questions and let me know if you have any questions. Um, otherwise I'll talk to you next week. Bye.